Pastor Hindi, whenever you speak, I can certainly be certain that I'll hear from God. And that's the truth. So I don't want to mind what's about that. Whenever you mount the pulpit, I can be sure that there's a word. And I hope you know that that's a special gift. It's a special gift because words are or is everything. Nothing goes beyond the territory of words. There was a great resistance on earth. And this resistance, power could not solve it. So God commanded the man of the earth to come forth from underneath the water. It did the mixture, the dust and the wind, added a particle of water. But for this man to know exactly how to function, he, he needed to know how to function without knowing how to function. You see, it would take you many years to learn how to construct a bridge. Many years of your life. It will take you many years to know how to make money. Uh, endless number of years to um, know how to run a marriage. Someone said, marriage is a lifetime school. I said, I don't want to go to school for a lifetime. Because I, if that's the case, I'll, um, I'll be okay. It's nonsense. Um, but it will take you years. Imagine how many years it takes to be able to function as a man, as a woman. Imagine the number of years that it took, man. But Adam don't have that much time. So if he's going to be able to subdue the resistance that was outside, God did two things. He made him understand how to live without time. And so... Adam stepped into time from eternity. What makes him useful in time and what makes him eternity in time was the word. At every junction of your life, there's going to be a temptation to neglect the word. Prosperity will make you neglect the word. Poverty will make you neglect the word. Everything is built to reduce your resistance level. Your mind will begin to focus on the things that don't matter. There's no problem. Listen to me. There's nothing that you're going through now that matters in few. There is no, actually, there's no prosperity that you have now that matters in few years. If you are evolving. To hold on to dear life is to understand why you step from eternity into time. Because every man that is born only came as a pawn in the eternal decision of the eternal being. When man steps into time, he doesn't even know why he came. Can you imagine God? God had finished writing a whole story of eternity and lifetime. 
the old Bible, if you look at it, isn't it interesting that the end of it is victory for God, the beginning of it, all the way to the middle, all the way to the tip end is the struggles of God. But it concludes what happens in eternity and send men into time. And so men walked into time from eternity not knowing what to meet by time. And it gives us only one shorty, one certainty tonight. And that is the word. The word is what balances season. For a word man, seasons don't change. Listen to me, Spark Nation, Nation family. The shift had begun. The shift is here. I told you there's going to be a shift. The shift is here. Let me tell you, authorities are not, you know, the biggest mistake, authorities or whatever they are, their biggest mistake, they're not looking for any of you. It's me. Look at you. But they've got a problem. I understand time and eternity. How mess them up. Mess all of them up. Physically and spiritually. Physically don't, don't mean fighting. In every way. Because I understand how I'll mess them up. Every single one of them. It doesn't matter who. Anyone that is human. One head. If, I, if he has two heads. It does not matter. It's just double heads per time. It means nothing. You walk your way through... I know where you're coming and he's ready. What balances time in time is the word you got from eternity balancing you in time so that seasons are not different. That's why Pastor Andy said tonight, focus. Whatever you look at amplifies. It gets bigger. It creates fear. God said, I want you to get to a place where you simply have no fears. A lot is going on. But there's simply no fear of anything. Anyone. Now that's not a reckless life. In fact, a simply no fear life is a hoarded life. It is ordered according to the word. You don't sleep on me because if your phone rings in service, I've not really changed that far. You know, there are, there's only a matter of how long I can do this patience thing and just ignore and keep moving and be a mature leader. It's all, it has a time expiration. And the problem is, the one that did it last Sunday when I was preaching, I've overlooked that. The problem is it will then pour on someone else all the wrath of that situation because it's a line. Well, now God will pour the wrath upon one person. Because you'll think, yeah, he allows anything that is so matured. I am not matured. I am petty. I don't have any understanding of maturity. But I'm trying, and God knows. But the thing with the devil is you try one day, you ignore. The other day, you say, hmm, then he, then he pokes. I will fall for this temptation. I shall sin to the Lord. And the blood of Jesus shall cleanse me just so that the devil knows. And you that he wants to use, you also get this clear. Uh -huh. Thank you. I'll be preaching and then I hear, what, what are you talking about? What happened to your phone? 
God bless you. The Bible says we should bless those who persecute us. It's persecution. Persecuting me. Telling you now. So one day Satan comes and slaps and been persecuted. There's a slap back. So, but you were turning because Satan is a guy who you turn your left cheek, he said, Oh, yeah. Uh, please, with due respect, I know it's Easter time. I just don't have time. So it's Easter time. I said, So on Good Friday, whose picture do I post? Um, the other guy that people post, I don't trust him. Looking at that guy and saying, I don't like this guy. So I can't post my picture because I'm not the one who died. The pastor said, Are you, 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 the resurrection of the Lord, did he die? He said, huh? He said, gotcha. Yeah. He said, oh. He said, were you there? He said, excuse me. I don't know whose picture to post. It's Good Friday. It died that day. If you post your picture, that means you're dying. If you post the other guy, we don't know who that guy is. He doesn't even look Jewish. He looks like a white guy. Uh, but we're not discrediting the Easter period. You should celebrate it. Tomorrow is Good Friday and you're only meant to eat fish. So I was asking today, why fish though? So because maybe the body of the Lord is meat. That's kebab. I don't get Easter. But I respect the fact that everybody decides to celebrate that one day Jesus died. I'm not sure it's Friday. I'm not sure it's a thing of you're going to club. I'll go and die. Um... I don't think it worked like that. I think it was a situation of he died and he resurrected. So I know it's Easter, but we've got a lot on our hands right now. And God speaks to us in a season like this. The stability of your life is the stability of the word you hear and you do. Every other thing is variables. Every other thing. Every other thing don't matter. Now, why can I say this way? Because we've seen it. Our ends have handled it. We've seen the progression of nations or how to take a city, the stability of the world. Whatever you cannot do without, you shouldn't have it. The only thing you should have and not be able to do without is the word. Every other thing, you shouldn't have it. So you will not have it, but you will use it. You don't need spark nation. I don't know why these people say they are looking for spark nation. How foolish. It does not exist. The winning spirit called spark nation was for a season. When that spirit is done doing his work. I'm com coming somewhere tonight. It is dismantled. It is not needed. We don't need Spark Nation. Spark Nation became a person. Embodiment. 
a whole a, a, a so when a faith is standing she is the nation family if we remain spark ministries and spark nation and nation family we didn't evolve spark nation was a rugged spirit is a spirit that's why i'm going to the winning spirit tonight in system and government it was a rugged spirit fighting a certain cause. And can I say to you tonight, every system of warfare that Spark Nation adopted is completely right. When people seem to be punished for whatever Spark Nation was, when they come back, they are generals. It was a spirit embodied. It's a person. It's a character. It's not an organization. By the way, I don't need any charity registration. I don't need... Why do you want to know where we meet? Are you a witch? What's your business? Like, exactly in human right law, as a loser that you are, why do you need to know where we meet? What's your business? You want to attend church? You want to give your life to Jesus? You want to give, give your knife out? You want to drop your, 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 your drug on the altar? No, I don't want to do any of that. I just want to know where you meet. Why? Why? Oh, you don't want to know what I want to say next. <laughs> very vulgar stuff. Very, very mad. I wanted to say, like, never mind. Have you got scriptures for me tonight? None. Wow. And tomorrow is resurrection. No, no, sorry. No, 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 no. Tomorrow is the going. Sunday morning is. He's alive. Say so we did this last year. He knows. Question is, are you alive? I said this Sunday morning is going to resurrect. I said, <laughs> how many times? He resurrected once. Resurrecting since I was born, 40 times now, 40. Like, are you not, do you not, you just die and just come as you want. It's a bit of a situation, you know. Everything you become per time is a spirit. Once is embodied, once it does its work, it's over. Once it accomplishes a purpose, it's over. We lose battles because we cling. We cling to things. And by time in your life, you must have a definition of winning. As for the time called Easter that we recognize the death and the resurrection of Jesus, the, the dying at that day, on that day was his winning. If he didn't die, he didn't win. He used death for life. And once death accomplished his work, he didn't remain the dead Jesus. He became the living word. Because the purpose for which death was supposed to work, oh God, I love when you read scriptures like, for all things work together for good. Death was needed for his winning at that season. And if he didn't win by dying, he cannot win by having life. So many times we seek victory without defeat. Because victory takes time. Victory takes sacrifice. Victory takes the complete 
dismantling of the self that you've built. We've seen that in the world many times. And I'll give you examples. But I'm going somewhere. So I look critically at the Bible. The words of the prophets, they were worrying because happening in their time when the prophets came, when Moses came, there was resistance from the children of Israel. Moses started his resistant life when he was the, at the age of 40. The Bible says it came into his heart. What came into Moses' heart was a noble cause. What God has destined for him um, before time began, he entered into time only to grow a passion towards something that others don't have passion for. But it's always been set up for him. The slavery of the children of Israel in Egypt was a set up to bring a Moses to life. The slavery of the black race over time is a set up for a generation that will have passion for their freedom and number one freedom is financial Owen said money don't bring happiness said I'm not looking for happiness and money I was looking for freedom it's not happiness because I don't know where people come up with all kinds of sentences not really thought true it is based it is based on certain emotions of giving up who told you I was looking for happiness and money money does give freedom everyone without resources is in bondage to someone or something or some nation. And can I tell you the issue tonight, and I want you to listen to this carefully because we're talking about the spirit of winning. This nation, UK, where you stay, where you live in, will never stop until they see all black people in poverty. It was created for us, carved out for us. We fit it. It fits us. It fits us. We accept it until you came and you break it. Anyhow is a how. They don't care if you are educated. That's not their issue. Because education without resources is still bondage. You're still going to be a slave. A slave of the world. A slave of the system. And I don't want to give practical examples tonight, but they are right in front of you. Go home. You'll see it. A slave to systems, a slave to government that is unintentionally, unintentionally itself slavery. Religion is one of the keys to slavery. Have you seen people running around for Easter? And they are not even born again. They're not born again. Just run around for Easter. I don't even know how eggs came into Easter. No, I, I don't understand. It's, it beats your... I don't understand it. I don't know how there's pancake Wednesday. And Jesus was eating pancake or crepes. I know chocolate. I'm going to down Friday, he says. Um, but give me pancake and not chocolate. and Let us relax together. I don't understand, but it's all right. I'm not saying that we begin to pronounce that we are anti-world. The world is the world. We are in it, and the world is always going to be the world. And I'm only hoping that you, be, you, you, you tilt side to the advantage side of it, taking advantage of the foolishness of the world rather than being taken advantage of. 
And so if you have things to sell on Easter and people are more motivated because there's an holiday, holidays are signs of bondage because you never rest from what you love. You never. You don't take a break from what you love. You don't go and rest against what you love. What you love is your rest. What you love is your holiday. So the spirit of winning is a person. And you must hate losers. Either those who lose normally or those who lose as the will of God. Okay, those who lose as they say, well, if it is the will of God, we shall get it. If it is not the will of God, hallelujah to God. God says, let me tell you something, you think bad. That's God speaking, not me. So don't, don't, don't attribute that to me. I will never say that. Let me say this to you. He wins all the time. Define winning. You, you cannot define winning until you enter the age of maturity. Jesus knew that winning was death that night. If he can die, he wins. Death will take him to places that life could not take him. Did you hear me? The only qualification to hell was death. And what kills in order for you to go to hell is sin. And so it took the old sin of the old world in order to get to the depth of death. And then it seized the key of Hades that was winning. Have you seen a man who is desperate enough to win that they don't mind losing in order to win? Amazing. Because they are never thinking and you find losers. There is one very, one of the most common characteristics of losers is people's opinions. Because imagine the night Jesus dies, everybody saying, if you are the Messiah, come down from the cross. But you see, losers have something to prove to everybody other than themselves. For losers is what people would say or think and how things look. I don't care about how media views us or how dying people. These are dying people anyway. If you're already 30 something now, in 10 years, if you're 30 something and you are no, nothing, in 10 years, what would you be? And say, who knows what God will make them be? Let me tell you, all through my life, anyway, let me not say that so that because it's, it's crucifixion tomorrow, so that. They don't get hungry and say, well, you know, I'll just let, I'll let this, I'll just sleep till this is over. Like, Monday is Galilee. Galilee is the place where, you know, when I was growing up in church, we do Galilee. Galilee is like a, for us in Nigeria, it's a picnic. So people are going to come with their food. Everybody will come with their own food to the church ground and eat. It's good socialization, but it's got nothing to do with the resurrection. Like Jesus was resurrected and said, Peter, you get your loaf rice. You get um, fried fish. 
on the resurrection, they were, I'm coming somewhere. Imagine the whole city is in uproar now. Everyone. And before Jesus departed, he was telling them, you will remember the things that I've told you. The comforter will come. And he kept telling them that what is most important out of all these things that you've, you've been with me for three years and six months, three and a half years, you've been with me. What is important is the remembrance of what I told you because that's what stabilizes your life. Not the things you saw, the things I told you, the word. The only way to advance in resistance, I'm not forgetting, I'm going back to Adam when the word raised him. The only thing that will keep you Peter and Co. and John and Co. is the word that I told you and the Holy Spirit will have only one walk. It will bring to your remembrance the things that I told you. It will not bring the resurrection of Lazarus to remembrance. It will not bring the healing of lepers to remembrance because they are variables. They don't matter. It will bring to remembrance the things that I told you because a nation taken is the word. If you're going to take nations, it's going to be based on how many things you've heard. When you air on Saturday morning, I'm not sure you're able to do leadership class because that's the day... just have to, sometimes you have to love religion because the, it shows how wise the white man is. I'm telling you now, there is nothing about the Christianity we re re received. It is the Roman Empire Christianity mixed up with Greek Orthodox theologians, mixed this thing up and gave it to us. Everything in it, every single thing. These guys told you to be healing yourself whilst they are building hospitals. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That's why I said we must first of all reject everything and re begin to rebuild. I still believe without any shadow of doubt that the Bible is the compendium of God's word. It is the thought. The putting together of God's thought. But you see the good white man is good so that I'm not taking for racism. Uh, the white man understands how to Put truth in perspective according to what you are trained in your culture. So when this Roman Greek religion came to Nigeria, it was interpreted according to our culture, according to our tradition to fit our mode of life and the things that we used to know. So they didn't argue that much with us. They just said there's a better Messiah. It's like your Shango still, but he's a better guy. If you lean towards me, he, he'll save you. But that other guy can't save you because the other guy is not economically viable. I'm sorry to bust your bubble, but I've just studied history so much that... Anyway, never mind. It's resurrection day. This was the night he was kicking off. Peter ran away. It's gone. <laughs> Peter is God. Can you imagine Peter just running around the city? And little girls catching him and saying, you were, he said, listen, <laughs> I don't know him. In case we have any Peter that has run away now. 
And now Judas was buying his rope. He's going to kill himself tomorrow morning or I think toward the evening. All betrayer, all snitches, all those. Get your ropes ready. You're going. Now that can be funny, but I mean it. You will go. You will. You'll be gone. And nobody's going to make you go. You will decide to. Look at this. Back to Adam. God knew that to take the earth, there's going to be resistance. He gave the man of the earth. This man has no spirituality. It does not know spirituality. It does not know angels. It knows nothing. No father, no mother. Yet, every man that will exist in this realm has to have both. But he has no father or mother. Do you understand what I just said? Yet, every man that will exist in this earth need both. They need both because that's how humans exist here. But he has none. But to function as a man, he has to have both. So what was his father and the mother? The word. He understood how to submit to the father and mother. And the father and the mother is the word. Without meeting any male or female. You see, that's the difference. No male or female. When Christ was coming, the second Adam, God used the womb of a woman because he found that woman in time. He's been speaking about this woman in eternity. The prophet spoke about her. Everyone spoke about her. They spoke about Mary, the mother of Christ. They did not know what they were speaking about. But God prepares his battle ahead of time. He orchestrates these things and puts the architectural work together in eternity. And he finds men and women in time. And whatever is going on in your life tonight, it is God finding you in time. Either it is your mistake or not your mistake. God found a vessel in time. The word was what brought you to this moment. And we see the end of that moment. It is victory. Because winning is a spirit. It comes from generation to generation. It is not a name. It is a spirit. And when God finds timely men it can infuse eternal purpose in men that have time how do you know God is about to shift you from what you used to be or where you used to be into where you need to be there is an urgency all of a sudden you begin to feel an urgency in your spirit and all of a sudden, there is a wave. Peter felt an urgency in the spirit. Maybe I'll go back to the scripture Pastor Andy gave us. Uh, um, he felt an urgency when he saw the wisdom of God, who is Christ. When he saw Christ, he said, if it is you, if this is God, bid me come. Because the only way he's going to be able to ask that question is the wave on the sea. It sees an unusual form. 
hey. The wisdom of God appears and manifests in unusual form. So we don't know this journey. We don't know where this leads to, apart from us knowing that it leads to victory. But we've not been through these streets before. We've not been through this area before. So we don't know it. And that's why he said, looking unto Jesus. So he saw an unusual being in the middle of the sea. And he said, I don't know if it is you. Imagine someone that they've always been with every single day now he sees him on the sea and he doesn't know him no matter how you've seen God in religion when he really appears to shift you to the next level of faith you haven't seen him before you don't know him there is nothing like if it is if it is you this should not be happening to me all you should say is that if it is you bid me come I dare you to tell me to walk upon the sea. You remember till that day, they've never seen him walk upon the sea. None of them has walked upon the sea before. They've never seen that shape or that form of God. But God shows them that to stay on the sea, to walk on what is pulling you down, you will need another force. And what is going to be this force that makes you walk on the surface of liquid? Liquid is built to sink you. Like Pastor Indy said, life never wants to progress. Progress. It is not the fault of the white man or the fault of this nation. The way it is built, its own system is to drown you as a person, even forget a person of color, anybody of significance. Do you hear in the news today? So number 10 is brazen up for another um, another fine ticket. So maybe it's not even about the black man. Maybe it's just about men within this realm. So we will have resistance. You see, Jesus saying when you're in the world, you will see through tribulation. And I don't want to preach tribulation tonight because it is joy season for you without limit. Are you listening to me? But if it is him, you have to ask him, bid me come. So what is supposed to soak you, how do you walk on it? Word. So he looked at him and said, come. So that's why I said to you that you don't ask the Lord if it, is, uh, if it is his will or not. Even the extreme thing that is not necessary. I, the extreme thing that is not necessary for your existence, just as a toy to play with, he says, yes. Did you hear that? Uh -huh. Walking on the water was not, was not important for the existence of Peter in that moment. But it's a toy thing. If he tells you to go and get a house that is triple to this, he's just playing. It is not about, well, maybe God wants to use yours. If it is your, the next house you will get must have rooms that is just dedicated to media. Just this setting and doesn't affect your sitting room. But what, how do we know if it is the will of God or not or I'm dreaming too big? The, walking on water is, is just play. He plays with, you know, Moses was a serious man. The host of Egypt was behind him, trying to kill him. And he got to the dead end. This dead end was the river 
The river was in front of him. He has three million people who were looking up to him and saying, why did you bring us out? We're finished because if Pharaoh catches up with us, we've taken all that he has. If he catches up with us, he will kill us. But if we decide to go forward, the water will swallow us. God said to Moses, why are you crying to me? Why are you crying to me? I said, stretch your rod. Open the thing up. That was Moses. When Jesus came, Jesus said it's long. Opening it up is long. Because in the dimension of Moses, you still needed dry ground to walk. You needed miracles. So he saw the miracle and then they said, now there's dry ground. Because what they know is to walk on dry ground. They were not willing to see the next level of faith, which is you see the water itself. You can walk on it and it will not sink you. They've not seen it before. So the dimensions of the walking of Christ is deeper than Moses because Moses still repeated that only what they know will they walk on. And the dimension of Jesus says everything created in this world, you can walk on it. It does not matter. It doesn't have to change till you walk on it. Do you understand? The current banking or the banking water to come you can walk on it it makes no difference it's just looking for people who are attentive to the word enough who can say if it is you bid me come and everything and every resistance that comes up against us we must be bold tonight to say if it is you because we see you in this it might look like the bank it might look like the police it might look like whatever but we must be able to say tonight if it is you bid us come because you can walk on the water many times. We are waiting to look and to see what is familiar to us. Then we walk. God said, Moses, since all you guys know is dry ground. Okay, stretch forth your rod. Please, can I ask you a question? God, who intended for them to be out of Egypt? Would it have mattered if the children of Israel just walked through the water? He can't afford to kill them. Do you understand? No, no, no. I need you to think about what I just said. Let's say they were just reckless. Let's say they were blind. Let's say they didn't see water. They don't know the art of water. Moses forgot that his saving grace was water. In the 40 days after Moses was born, they put him upon something that is supposed to roll him away and upon that water, not on the dry ground. What salvation, the salvation that he couldn't receive on dry ground, his parents could not save him because of the verdict of the king Pharaoh to kill everybody. It's, it, 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 it's on dry ground, he could not be saved. On the water, without the dry ground, the daughter of Pharaoh came and took him in. The water did not sweep him away. The torrent of Euphrates stopped because the man of destiny, destiny has called the man into time from eternity and the water could not sink the man because it was eternity that brought the man of time and water could not kill him. The man of eternity was walking upon the water telling them it makes no difference to me. Either it is dry ground or the hair and you know, he was living, he levitated on the hair, just telling you nature means nothing here. I get it. 
It is the nature of UK, of London City to remain small. But it's because we've been enlightened to know what small is and all that they will use. If Israel were walking straight and everybody was blind and they were walking straight from Egypt and they walk right into the water. Whatever would have happened would have happened, but they would not have died. God says to you tonight, close that eyes, close that mind. Don't hear the wind. Don't see the river. Walk all the same as if those things do not exist. Are you listening to me tonight? Because if you see COD, if you see the river in front of you, then you will begin to cry to God. He will still answer you, but you will not see the dimension of Christ, the wisdom of God. You will not see the dimension of he who uses everything regardless of what men think they are don't cry to God walk don't cry to God walk because if you cry he will still answer you because it's a covenant call upon me and I will answer you but there are times you close your eyes and just walk as if waters don't exist and who told you they exist anyways Nothing makes people fear than the consequences that they envisage. So God says, I want you to be in a position of acute fearlessness. No consideration. Of course, I've just told you that fearlessness makes you order your life. Forget, let me, let's not mind what, well, forget that this is, if you think sin is allowed under nationalism, the most painful reward you will get is that you will sow in vain. But it will keep you sowing whilst the house still needs you and take you out when it finds the next vessel. So we don't need to, to tell ourselves you may not know what this one is doing secretly. I don't care what you do secretly. It will be open. And the state of sin is the state of unrepentedness. You don't repent. You then say, well, Pastor has even said it that it's not fornication, it's unbelief. Fine. That's fine. We will see. The number one spirit of winning is still the spirit of righteousness. So when you trip, you repent. And repentance is not remorse. Repentance is you change your mind about that state. You get that thing out of your system because it will mess your life up. You get that thing out of your system and you repent. Not remorse because with remorse, you still do it again next week. Then you get more brazen. You are bold towards what is wrong. And you begin to get weakened in faith and in power. And you'll be taken out. So you can sneak to go sin and think they don't know. I don't, I've told God to stop showing me people's sin because I used to see it a lot. I smell it like the people I grew up with. Don't show me. I already know. And we all will see unrepented stuff I'm not thinking you'll be perfect I can't be it's unrepented because you'll say well now that we are in nationalism <laughs> everything works um, nationalism will demand more purity from you than Christianity does do you understand that it will put more demand 
on you, not less. It will put more demand on your resistance of the things that are appealing to you, not less. Because it's put responsibility on you now. The spirit of holiness shouts louder than Christianity. In Christianity, let me just say this. Let's be, let's be factual. There is only one requirement for making heaven. It's called knowing Christ. Every other thing is inconsequential. That's the fact. That's what the Bible says. That's the only thing. In nationalism, however, there's more demand. You know why? Because this is not about making heaven. This is taking the earth. So it then places more demand on you for that reason. When people are preferring Christianity. And I say, hmm, thank God I've not signed up for nationalism. <laughs> people who have declared, I'm no longer a Christian. Now they are, because you thought nationalism was easier. If it is taking nation, it will put a demand on your earthly life. If it is making ever nothing much, just be confessing Jesus and go to, when you die, you'll be wherever your, your people are. Look at scriptures. You want to read a scripture? Let me go back. That's just a footnote, my friends. When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I reasoned as a child. I acted as a child. Then I became matured. Then in maturity, I realized that things are not less tempting. I just became a winner over my own flesh. They are not less tempting. In maturity, you also understand that you are wiser and you can get away with things. Because you are smarter now, you pattern what you do. But maturity also teaches you. Read. That you get the gist, whatever. I can't be bothered. Let me move on. Tell me. Matthew 14 from verse 22. If you're sinning, the cross is tomorrow. We were children and at every stage of your maturity, you will still have childlike behavior. Then you grow. Then you grow. Then you repent. Then you grow. Sin, therefore, becomes a state once we find a word, or once we begin to pronounce words that makes it okay. That's the problem there. And Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat uh -huh. and go on ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself. Later that night, he, he was, was there alone. And the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. That's life and nature will always be against. Yes, we've identified the ancient demon of this city. This is not just me saying. I've spoken, I, I told you guys the day, this big program they do, 
the church program and their pastors, these young pastors called me to come upstairs because they were just eating. The Gio was speaking and they were just eating. I think he knows. He also thinks you guys will remain small. I'm just here, cash in, get out, do your thing, no worries. And the men were telling me, and the man, this is a big man, he said to me, Toby, you don't understand. This city is ancient demon city. The name, and I, that's the only thing we agree on anyways. The name of that demon is smallness. But that's this city. Should you then travel from this city or this nation to another, go to Nigeria, go to U.S., however appealing it may look or not look, now when you get there, you meet their own ancient demon too. I don't think the Nigerian one is even, you don't even need to research. <laughs> the demon is international. It's everywhere. It, it tells you, look, I'm the guy. There's no, you know, you don't need to stay long to know. Every city. But there's a winning spirit, which is the word. It is not just about birthing holiness and the word. It's the struggle now is seeing it through. So what we're trying to see through is not winning. What we're trying to see through is the word that we received. The lifestyle we received. The conduct of our lives that we received. The ability, the seeding life that we received. And when nature comes against seed, they want to paste seed everywhere. I say they have a system called seed. Listen to me, you little foul devils. We have a system called seed. And nothing is going to change that we're going to seed from now till tomorrow. So if you're in the nation and you don't believe in the seed, listen, go to the seedless church. Those will hide seed. Or see when you want us to change seed to something else? Like, no, we don't take seed. Denying seed. We're not going to deny seed. Seed is seed. Another word for seed is money. That's the other translation. Don't call it seed. Call it, oh, I love my dad. Man. My dad said, you know, it's 2020. So a newspaper called him in Nigeria and tried to say, you know, they're writing the story about your, the church. Your son, da 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 da, da um, like trying to make him um, agitated, then give them some money or something, so that they won't break the story. So my dad said to them, um, "Number one, you see what you've said is true. Wait, he said, but truth don't sell. He said what you've just said had lies to it, because if you had lie, it will fly faster." The truth do not sell. So you've said things and they still look decent. So you add some light, then look for my picture. Then slap my picture upon it and had light. Then it will travel faster and the whole city will get to know me and I'll be as popular as the guy you're talking about because I'm not as popular. You had lies. Had lies to read. Truth don't sell. Imagine telling the media, this is too true. Um, you had some lies to read and let this thing work. That was the last time he heard from the people. Just thought, this is a madman. You're talking about some media release. Have you not seen media? You, you put your life into something that is making waves for two days. Then it vanishes. It removes some people from destiny and removes some people from facing what is necessary. The fear of it.
instead of us asking if you have the word, if who preaches on Monday now, Pastor Sam, if on Tuesday, whoever preaches on Wednesday, on this day, on that day, if you have that, you've got the right media. Nothing has failed in your life until that fails. It is not just a theory that I'm telling you. I've been through many waves. And the only constant thing is I show up preaching. The word gets better every week. As the word is getting better, I'm saying, I, I, I've not told him in, in, in this right word saying, if it is you, bid me come. I'm just saying, it is you. Don't even bid me come. You're going to see a faith like some of us just notice is you coming and we just dive into the sea. Like we have a death wish. But you know you can't afford to lose us. Nation family, I want you to hear me clearly tonight. God cannot afford to lose you in this season. If he loses you, nothing is happening. So walk. It cannot, nothing can happen to you. And these are the facts that you base your boldness upon. Nothing. There is nothing. Are you listening to me? Nothing. Police want to arrest how many people? How many people? Don't hide. Walk. Keep moving. Seasons are winnings. Look, imagine a child that never went through thieving. No thieving season. It didn't win. Winning is thieving season. Part of your journey is your sin season. There's a sin season. There are times that you, as a child, used to urinate on yourself. It's smelly. But it's part of your winning because it is part of your growth. It is just not right when you are now whatever age and you still urinate. And says, well, you know, that's just the kind of, you, you just don't know who I am. Like, me, I, my nature just urinates anyway. Like, I just let it go. It's, it's just my nature. Because it can't be your nature. It was your growth. Don't turn growth to nature. It's growth season. When that used to happen, you were a child and that's part of your winning. It's a spirit of maturity. Then you come to a stage in your life where certain doubts that you used to have, because doubt is as much sin as whatever else, You've outgrown doubt. Not because you have faith now, it's because you've grown. You've grown by using. Children who have matured by the sense of use. They've come into maturity and an accord with God. Because of growth. They have faith because of growth, not the other way around. So we were born for resistance when Adam, go back, going back to Adam, when Adam was raised... Adam was, listen, please, I want you to hear me out because this has been my campaign and it will always be my campaign. Adam was birthed for one thing, nation taken. Do you see that in Adam, there was no single statement of coming to home to heaven? Not one. 
God never told Adam once about heaven. He didn't say, Adam, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, and at the end of it, meet me up in heaven, where there will be a mansion for you. He already built him a mansion on earth. Adam's preoccupation was going to be to take Eden. And everything, listen to this, everything outside of Eden was resistance. The way the earth would have worked is that Adam will operate from Eden and Eden will spread. If Eden was the gold house right now, Eden will buy the next building. Eden will then buy the next building until it spreads to the whole of UK. So I told you God gave Adam two things. He gave him the word first. Then he gave him an environment. That environment was to show him what the earth was supposed to be like. Outside of Eden was cross darkness. Outside of Eden was walk. Outside of Eden was tools to be tilling the earth and wait for a million years to realize what the earth can be. But in Eden, everything worked. How come God did not make the whole earth Eden at once? Because God has battles. And his battles never ceases until he finds his man. His man that can expand. So he did not start with the whole city. He started with Eden. God has the whole earth. The Bible says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and those who dwell in it. But there is no actualization of that. There is no taking of that until he finds one man. He finds this one man. He gives him a word and he puts him in Eden. Like he's put you in gold house. Like he's put you in capital house. Like he's put you in boom house. Like he's put you in inspire house. Like he's put you in, in, in connect house. Like it's put you in the elite house like it's put you in the gold tower like all other houses these are meant to spread but God wants you to remember that outside of those houses are resistances like the house of medics outside of the house of medic is resistance everything that you will witness outside that house is resistance and even in that house because of your mind the serpent is there and it tells you be weakened for the resistance ignore the word Ignore the word is be weakened. Ignore the word. Ignore the word is eat the fruit. And once the fruit is eaten, once they ate the fruit, they came to realization of how outside of Eden functions. Outside of Eden, you make fig leaves to cover your own nakedness. In Eden, you don't even know you are naked because you've never seen a clothed man. How did Israel know that the sea can sink people. They knew in Egypt. In Egypt, they knew water can kill. They've been there 500 years. So everything they learned about life was the warnings of Egypt. Said, stay away from the Nile. You will sink if you don't have boats to swim, whatever. Stay away from this. Stay away from that. Egypt taught them everything they knew about nature. They were trained to fear in Egypt because fear is one of the tools to keep us in slavery. The fear of the consequences of the things that we've not even tried. Adam didn't know anything until the serpent, his mind came 
and told them, if you eat of that fruit, you'll be fine. Escape this little cycle. Escape this little house. Adam thought that he's going to live in that house forever. No, that house, the world is supposed to live in that house. But God did not bring the whole world into that house first. He established his knowledge about that house. And with that knowledge, he's supposed to make every young person's house. Every black young person. Every Asian young person. Every Colombian young person. Every, every Irish young person. Every English young person should live a life that is attached to God's house. Meaning, whatever God gave P.O., whatever, whatever God gave P. Sam, whatever God give, gave Elit or Pastor Obi or Dami or any of you, is supposed to be the standard living of every man that came, comes to the earth. Why? Because you came. It's supposed to be standard God's house. It's supposed to be the standard lifestyle standard is supposed to spread from God's house. So that's why this has never, 17 years going to 18, I think we're in the 18th year now, of this work even though you have no storehouse you have no ban, you have no uh, account anywhere or whatever, still there's never been a time when you went up and came down, not once. In 18 years it's always been better things better houses until you took the old city and the old city can see you that is not based on my dream of taking the old city is based on just keeping to the word the word that we heard God did not say Adam come to heaven God says replenish the earth subdue it meaning outside of this garden there is resistance so no longer should we fear resistance you must attack resistance with the winning spirit knowing that what what, what the devil wants to stop is that there will be 1,000 good houses it wants to stop that but as long as only can hear the mandate which is replenish the earth I'm not asking you and Emma to be comfortable in this house I'm asking you to make it the standard lifestyle of everyone until it becomes the standard lifestyle of every young person then you've not done anything in life no matter how comfortable you look to yourself it is not the Lambo that you drive that already gives the authorities headache but you imagine 1,000 young people driving that living here knowing the mandate is to replenish it that's how you take nations you recreate you one person at a time you you can give birth to twins or triplets in some cases four but the normal thing is one baby per time you birth one person and quickly and so what maturity means and these are the people stopping us you see the people among us who have refused to be birthed over time they are the ones stopping us Cain killing Abel they are the ones stopping us from replenishing the earth so God says draw in more Abel they are men of sacrifice. Are you listening to me tonight? They are men who, oh God, they are men who feel the understanding of time and know that until you replenish the earth. So when you begin to notice selfish people, you realize that issue is not your selfishness. You can spend your money on yourself. You can go look for your life. But please, if you have a mission I don't know, free me. Go do your thing. Because you're injuring me. That's not fair. But I'm not begging. God will kill him. Not me. So don't say violence. 
You will because if you refuse to be birthed, then we're not fulfilling the mandate. Dominion mandate is, is not evangelism. It's birth. And if you understand birth, you will realize that there is nothing that can happen to you. Nothing can sink you. See all these birthing daily. The art of you, no matter what happens to your soldier, those who are meant to be your soldier, whatever they go through, they get stronger. Those who are not meant to, they'll fall off anyway, even if they don't go through anything. If they are always in the jacuzzi, eating chicken and chips and kebab, they will still fall off. They will still fall off. So what determines the strength of a movement is not what positive happens. In fact, negative binds you together. And then a teaching comes like this to remind you that outside of this space, there's only resistance. But the only thing you face is the mandate you were given. Don't deal with the resistance. Focus on the word. People fall off because they try to solve their problems. Instructions is how to meet the wisdom of God, like Pastor Indy said tonight. I repeat tonight, and I'm gonna close soon. We're gonna read a scripture, right? Okay, finish that scripture. Buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Now, have you thought about the fact that the boat has a destination, and whatever your destination is, the wind will be against it. I think we have to grow to that place of acceptation. Which we wish that we knew when we were younger. That life is filled with resistance. That's the job of life. Every success comes with resistance. Well, you see, that resistance is because it knows, leave him alone and he will get to the next level of success. However, on the positive side also, they are also saying you're not, you're, you're not qualified for the next level of success except you deal with this. So God started from Genesis to the prophet. He's, God is always fighting. Always. From Moses to the prophets to Christ. Always fighting something. Always. Constantly. So, you have no fight. What do you need faith for? You don't need faith to live a decent life. You need to get a job. In, the, in decent life, you go get a job. You keep some money. You go on holiday. You come back and continue the job. You don't need faith for that. You don't need faith for living. You need faith for dominion. Nation taken needs faith. And you see, this faith walk is not cumbersome. Just hear the word from Monday till every day now there is word going on. So even if you're not able to tune on to the live broadcast, you can go pick on the channel and take a little dose of peace, Sam. Another word from P.O.B. Take a little dose. 
That's your own reality show. The word is our reality show. You know, someone says, so why don't you then start a reality show? This nation is so lit. You see, what you call reality show is not reality to the world. That's not their reality. It's only reality in hidden. So without you putting it on YouTube, we already see you. How you, you don't think everybody in the nation is looking at how your life is going. You think they don't know you. We know you. And we're watching. That's the reality show. We can see it. Eden has his own channel. And this is a channel where your reality show and every other thing, it is the word that we publish that later. Don't stress yourself. The reality of our lives now is created by constant word. This is our reality right now. So I don't need to watch Nini on television. I'm looking at her life. You're already a television. And if you feel pressure tonight, like they expect me, be pressured. Because there's pressure. All eyes are on you. We're watching. We're looking at your progress. So let me grow in silence. No. We're watching. Your house leader is watching. And they are taking heed to themselves too. Because you can't, you can't expect people to live a word that you've not given them. Pastors expect their congregation to do more. But their congregation don't even know why they are here. I submit to you tonight that the reason why you're here is because God gave Adam two things. The word and an environment. How do you know what to recreate in the world when you don't have a good house? A good house, the HQ, uh, um, um, Pastamises and all the houses you live in is just to tell you what to recreate. It's to tell you. So when you see us give as well, it's to tell you that's how life should be. Because the ones you saw growing up is not life. It is not dominion. It does not speak about nations. Most of our parents went to church as protection for themselves. The same way Babalawos, that's Obia or Jujumen, used to do, you just take a little thing and keep it in your pocket as an oil or handkerchief for your own protection. Please, this is not even close to the gospel. But do I deny the fact that it works? In the commercial gospel, it does work. Because Africans will never leave idolatry. There's nothing God can say about it. Nothing. They will never leave it. How do you leave? Why should you? Anyways, if there's no alternative teaching, which is nation building, system buying. You buy systems with your blood. Because systems were created by blood. Blood means sacrifice. Blood means a life that is fully dedicated to a cause. So why do we do all these things? Why is a 33-year-old man living in a place like this? Because he's saying, a Charlie, he's saying, a, a Bami, because Bami is still living. I don't know anybody. It's not, he's saying, a, whoever helps. He's saying that this is the standard life. It's called dominion, not 10 churches on the street. And people kill themselves in front of the church. 
The pastor said, what is even so annoying is that it was during our prayer meeting that they killed them downstairs. I said, that's what prayer meetings are for. It's life and death situation. Because you people are upstairs. Asking God for your things, you. And God says, I will not, if God could take dominion of the earth, why would he tell Adam? It's long. Did you hear what I just said? If he could do it, why go through all this charade of building a man that failed and then he pained your heart that you made him and that you made man, you were, you were down. Why do you have to go through all that if you can come down from heaven and say, yay, and everything changes? Why do you need man that could fail? So the things that we're expecting God to come and do, God says, my hands are tied. I won't bring you here if I could do it. Why would I bring you? You are the most failable person. Fickle, that's human. So why would I go through the pains it's so terrible that even God had to become man. And when he even became man, the fact that he had the mixture of God in his blood, he cannot do what Peter will do. So he had to commission it to Peter again, who can fail? So it depends on man tonight. He brings them through the transportation system called destiny. It brings them to time from eternity. He uses predestination to transport them into time. So immortal man came into mortal times. Your spirit is immortal. Your body is mortal. So the question tonight is what am I willing to do when I'm in this immortal, when I'm this immortal spirit in this mortal body? Can I just dare it and try and walk on the sea knowing that there must be a bigger purpose why I'm here. And this can't just sink me overnight. So you see, even at Peter's doubt, okay, the wind was against it. Just so that we read the Bible tonight, left to me, I'll just speak of who. But all right, go on. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. He, look, he wasn't trying to prove anything. It's just, imagine, it's just strolls on the hair. Just a straw. Walking on the lake, the Bible records this as if it's normal. It should have been normal if Adam did not fall. So what was Jesus showing us? This is where the first Adam did not reach. He didn't reach it. Walking on the lake, tell me. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It is a ghost because they've not seen it before. It's a dimension of Jesus that we've never been told before. And sometimes it looks like it's even unnecessary. So if I turn to a PO today and say, why is your house this small? A normal Christian would say, even this big one, is it necessary? Because for them, God only does what is necessary. Yet, there were four lakes in Adam's house. What do, what do you want to do with four legs? One man, one. Four legs, there were endless trees there. All the animals were in his house. Is it necessary? Is it needed? 
They said, how many beds can you sleep in? I said, I can sleep in 50. I can, it's my bedroom. I can wake up 1 a.m. and decide to use the next bedroom. Then wake up 1.30 and decide to go and sleep in another bedroom. I can sleep in every bedroom all night. So it is not the poor man's job to tell you what would you do with 50 bedroom. It's not your job. That's not your place. You don't get to tell. Why are you spraying bundles? It's not the black man. Oh, sorry, I said black man. It's not the black. The black just kept coming out. It's not the poor man that will tell those who have it, why did you spray bundles? Why is it your business? And my dad said, is your money missing? You just checked your bundles and you realize, oh, one of my bundles is gone. It's not gone. It's not your business. We could have taken it and start throwing it in the sea. It wouldn't have been your business. He said, but where do they get it from? Even we don't know. But what we know from, for sure is that it's not from you. That's certain. It's not yours. Look at this. It wasn't necessary, but it was important for replication. To dominate the earth is just simply reproducing you. Why we not allow you to reproduce what you've not become? If you are not the last Adam, in fact, if you are not Adam, you cannot take the earth. The only person program, imagine from father to son, the only word God, Adam heard God say was dominate. The spirit of winning was programmed into Adam. He's supposed to know no losses. It's supposed to have no comprehension of how to lose. It's supposed to not know. The day he knew was the day he became aware of his own needs. The moment he became aware of his needs, the ability to lose came into him. He thought he was working out to build a life, but he's always going to be a loser. So Jesus comes and he walks around with this audacity. The winning ability is like, we need 5,000 loaves to feed these 5,000, but we only have five. He has no comprehension of his needs. So he cannot see how he won't meet the target. Everyone that works with different companies, how to interview your people is the ability to see how to win. That's the Adam that God created. They just don't have anything called coming back to say it's impossible. Not because they are stubborn but because they focus on the word. That's what I mean by the winning spirit. It's a spirit that is infused by the word. A commandment. God taught Adam, the reason why he said, don't eat of this fruit. He said, the day you'll eat it, you'll die, meaning you'll be unconscious of God, you'll be conscious of self. And the reason why he warns us about being conscious of self is that self will make you try for yourself. 
And in that, you will not be able to win the resistance. The resistance has been existing thousands of years before you were born. You can't handle it. Our parents submitted to it. Parents gave in to the resistance and it's not their fault. So we can't even fault them. The resistance is tough. The resistance is bad. If you live in this nation, you want to be big. And that's why we're, some of us now say we're not going anywhere until we become bigger and biggest. We'll fight the resistance till the last day. Do you understand? If we die in the resistance, it's better than to leave this world as if you never came. It's better than to live in the world like a small human. And let me tell you something. Where there are many prosperity, prosperity is insignificant. You stand out in this city. Go and check the record. Consistent I've been for 18 years. 18 years, or if you like, say the last six years, succeeding, being relevant year after year. Not one year has failed. Not one. Staying relevant. Until those who are supposed to be relevant will look at us to do what they have to do. Or they won't even do it at all because they can't compete with the firepower. Yet, we don't know what next month is bringing. We'll stay relevant year in, year out. Check the record if there's been anyone. How many years does a rapper spend before they fade off? How many years? What is the rain period of a rapper? What is their life cycle? Or an athlete in this city. Yet because of the word, you stayed relevant from, from year to year to year. Something happens, what we don't plan happens. Gives you a boss in the nations. We go quiet again and hit it again. And, and you still don't want me to submit to the will of the word. Told you. The only consistent thing is the word. If you're watching tonight or you see this broadcast later, I'm asking with all sense of humility, check the record. It's more like if you ate, there is nothing you can do. If you're watching tonight as a friend and you become an enemy tomorrow, there's still nothing you can do. There's nothing that would happen. Not a single thing. Everything the world meets on the fire line, it crushes it. It smashes everyone that stands in front of the world. It's the world. It's not a person's uh, perfection. It's not even the structure. It's not that, oh, you're so wise, you've got the structure right. No. We've just faced a focus. It's called the world. So what I'm calling for tonight is this. The winning spirit. They said it's a ghost, they said, and they cried out. In fear. Tell me. But Jesus immediately said to them. Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you. We've never seen God in this dimension before. But it doesn't mean it's not him. Walk toward him. Whatever comes, it is him. It looks like a ghost. But it is him. Walk towards him. This is the period because you are at a point of prosperity where you can't afford for the world to look at you as if you are doing anything wrong. Where you can't afford for the world to think or parents to think that you got it wrong. But that's the tempting period. That's when Satan comes into a place and pull it down. 
this season, when you are in the face of the old world, is the time to dig in more. Do you understand me? It's time to set the fire more. Those of you who have been in court rebellious from home to politely so, who have, been, who have chosen a path, it, it is the time to choose the path more and be more adamant. It is the time. Forget that you've made money because if you've made little money now, you're protecting little and doing structure. Dig in more like the hungry days of Spark Nation under a new name now. Are you listening to me now? It's the time to fight more. Don't fight with dignity. Don't fight with armor bearers leaders take on your own sword and wave it fight well because this is a period everybody is quiet because you can't say this on me i've seen the tra- the, the temptation of this and said so you are now the position you are now in yeah you can't say this i'm saying okay i will now say because i want to be out of that position because that position has become a cage now that position has become a problem now. And every man who thinks because of the position they are in now, look at the progression. That means if you are in now, if you just, if you pipe down, if you pipe down, then you would see that you will progress. That's linear. But God's growth is exponential. God's way is bigger than man. It doesn't work on a straight line. It jumps the line. Spark Nation, check the record in this city. Nation family, you jump the line. We just refuse to go behind any goddamn queue. The way queues of churches in this nation but I challenge you tonight to check the records. You've transcended the four walls of the church. This is not about 1,000 people gathering not about 5,000 people gathering it's about the whole city looking at you and copying what you're doing from a distance. It is called the dominion mandate. Now God says push in more. Don't let nobody or no institution intimidate you. Don't let anybody intimidate you. If they come to your houses to bombard it when they want to take two people five ten of you should say take me with them i am as guilty as the remaining two do your worst take me with them because when you are in this journey right now there is no backing out no matter how much clean image you want to build go and check one presidency and tell me people with clean image that become president of nation it's just like the righteous don't rule we've not seen this way before so whatever comes this way we're just going to when they bombard your house don't let them take two tell them to take everyone Tell them you just don't know me. You see that trans? I was part of it. Let them be the one begging you to say, No, you are not. You say, No, you just don't. If you dig deeper, then you will find out that these things really, truly, they don't exist. They are a mirage for a season. Satan sends a signal. He releases all his demons from hell. And we've got to make a statement back to them tonight that we're not afraid of your demons from hell. We're just going to face it all the same because all die is die. Luckily, tomorrow is crucifixion. Then you will see that Satan has no nail to crucify nobody. You'll see that Christ already paid it. Nobody's going to be crucified. Nothing is going to happen. But a mirage for a moment causes soldiers to run into their cave. 
causes them to shut their ears from the call of destiny. And I came here to tell you tonight that the winning spirit, which is your destiny, calls to you tonight. It beckons on you saying, walk on the water. Walk with me. Walk on the water. Walk with me. It is destiny calling you, not problems overcoming you. It is the call of destiny. Adversity is the way into nation taken. And that adversity will not hurt you. Look at how much they persecuted you as a church. 2019, 2020, yet you remain unhurt. You came out without no bond. You came out with not single scratch. And they are thinking, did we not just throw three people into the fire? But four people, Nebuchadnezzar is saying, it seems as if there are four people in this fire. Three people bounded themselves together and said, we are not careful to answer you, oh king, Nebuchadnezzar, in this matter. For the God we serve is able to deliver us, but in case it doesn't. And so God says, I always do. If it is walking on the water, I say, come. He didn't say, Peter, you have not grown to that level of faith. He said, come. If you can dare to ask him, he calls us. Destiny calls us in this city. Not yet outside of this city. In this city, he calls us to billions and millions. Destiny beckons to us and says, come. It is God working and we can say it's a ghost. We can say it's the institution, it's the police, but destiny says come to you tonight and is wondering if you can remove your shoes and you can walk on the waters tonight. It came to infuse you with the winning spirit tonight. Don't back down from any animal in the forest. Yes, there is resistance, but God beckons on with destiny is calling you tonight. Worship. tell you tonight I've used the gold house and all houses as the example of Eden 
But really, the real Eden is the word time. Have you been hearing the word and you've discovered boldness? In the world, there are four streams in your house. Right now, you're feeling boldness and wealth. Now, outside of this world, there is resistance. When you come out of the service, there are resistance. It almost looks like you're facing your reality. But use the word to take dominion of every resistance outside of Eden. The word is Eden. The physical location of Eden no longer exists, but the word called man, Adam, still exists. That is the word. The word beckons to you tonight. COD, it is destiny that is calling you. You named yourself what nation? Wealth beckons to you tonight. Because before wealth comes, there is a bonding. There is a bonding of personality. There are two star generals. There are five star generals. They and their stripes. Their, their stripes promote them to the next level of wealth. Before God and man room, I represent. You will see the next level of glory and wealth. And nothing can stop it if you are not overwhelmed by the mirage. Talk to me tonight. supposed to have is a certain attitude hunger and being pissed off with the with, with the darkness that is outside of Eden he's supposed to hold the fuel of that anger but this guy relaxed he relaxed because he's getting more aware of the blessing don't be aware of the blessing walk my dad was teaching me said like really What's your business with the media? Have they ever given you anything? Added more people to Spark Nation? Have they ever taken anything from you? You get distracted by those threats of the earth? What exactly do you need public acceptance for? Do people win presidency on public acceptance? They, you've seen them stone people who have lived righteously and celebrate people who haven't. So what's your, really, like what's your business with that? You don't have enough anger to make you block one person outside of the, outside of Eden and bring them into Eden. There has to be enough anger. Sometimes you block 1,000, sometimes you block one. Your soul, your soul snatching must be angry enough to get people into Eden. A standard way of living without compromise, without fear, without thinking that if you don't have a stain on your name, that's what will make you higher. No, sometimes when it is a ghost coming, you need a stain. Let them take two people. There is no violence in any way, shape or form. It is, it is, it's the conviction of steel. His conviction of steel. It is silence, defiance. 
you're defiant huh come defiance thank you defiant so even if the next person to you is compromised you are defiant to them that's how I worked 18 years I don't care who changes in a moment because every time I look at them I'm looking at the tendency of changing in a moment and I really don't care if you change on me I'll change on you and I'm saying do your garden worse if you don't have that defiance people will they will chew you out Wickedness is in the spirit of men because of darkness. To hell with everybody. I say that politely. You know what praise and worship used to mean to us in those days? Like church choir? Like service time? People drumming and worshiping. Sunday morning, sitting in my office, the praise and worship leader just resigned. Sunday morning. Wickedness. Like the time you're supposed to sing, like we're waiting for you to come and sing. That's the, like you didn't resign on Saturday night. Sunday morning. And you still put God in it. It's like Nigerian presidency. The current VP, God is telling him to run. Our own mentor to God is telling. So I'm saying, you see this African God. It's just like a guy who they all believe is God. It's not God. These are human beasts. Beasts inside. Sunday morning, let me tell you what I did. I was a young man. And those things mean a lot to us. I came out. I said, you are leading worship today. She can't sing a song. I'm just thinking, what's my business with song? Give me microphone time for the word. What's my own with song? You see, people in the church thinking, what happened? Ah, she didn't turn up. What happened? Your mind will already tell you. I need you to, your mind will tell you, address the situation so that they don't feel like. I'm not addressing nothing. She can sing. It is your ears that have problems. It's your head drum. She can sing. And she sang. Now was the one dancing. Say, wow. First of all, this lady, the voice I'm hearing, amazing. People are looking at me for a minute, for a second. Then they all clap. Say, you see, we're all on the same page. The pastor is sitting there getting angry with the person that resigned. Say, ah, if you know what people have done to me. <laughs> you are distracted. What's your business with someone that wants to walk away? It's not your business. One day, I was told to come and meet pastors. I told you this story because they were leaving the church. Come and meet and have a meeting. And foolishly, I was going to until I had a dream. I woke up and called and said, I'm not coming. Said, they're already seated. Yeah, they can sit. That's what they're going to do for the rest of their life anyway. These people are going to care homes. What's your business? But you know, issue is like 12, 13, 15, whatever number they were, leaving the church, it's not them that will kill you as a pastor. It is the people that are still the world just watching you saying, what did you do wrong? That alone will kill you. Then you want to get into politics where people change in a minute. Because it's you want to take the nation. You can't even bear one betrayal. You are bitter now forever. It's 
something changed the person the police said come and sign up yo i walked there gladly watching them for four five years because i'm thinking where does this go from here i'll miss everyone every one of you all every single person because everyone that is involved that will watch them for the next five years everywhere they apply for job to you will go and antagonize them there too watch everyone speaking against you anyone who wants to rise with you will they will not expect it just 100 people has written a letter against them you try and succeed you are making mad on you to try and succeed best favor you can do for yourself is not to rise but one day they said we're going to make out the chairman of vogue we said yeah your time has come we're going to dig out every single thing and write 200 letters. Say, so why would you do that? You're not supposed to revenge. The battle is the Lord. Yes, it is the Lord. We are the fighters. The Lord will win. We will fight. It's called patience. It's called patience. You don't win a war in a day. Win a war over time. Every single one so just remains small. The day you raise your head, you'll know you spoke against back. Any time, any day, because we will be alive. Nobody's going to die. Because have that mindset. It's a battle mindset. It has nothing to do with how expressionate you are or how calm you are. It's your mind. Because at the end of the day, it's going to have to be nation taken. A day will come that we will be addressing our country like this. This same shape will be talking to our nation from the position of power as the final decision maker of our nation. Mark my words. I rest my case tonight. Let me see the comment from the nations. I want to pray for you in a minute. Nations. Aggressive patience, that's right. Aggressive patience. Those are national words. Calm defiance. Aggressive patience. does a warrior teach their child from childhood how to shoot arrows that's what warriors teach their children what were we thought how to be subdued we were taught it how not to be creative pastor Dami said it if you're if you're suffering financially it's because you've not got to the place of maximum creativity creating is living and why did you not get to creativity? You are, you are afraid of consequences of the river sinking a person. You are an eternal being. The river can, can sink you. Hopefully someone don't take that literally. If you take it literally, if you die, you die. That's your problem. I'm talking about life. The resistance of life. It's your mind made up. Go back to your family houses. 
shouldn't be cowed by anything. Look, if a coward dies today, he's going to hell. Cowards, imagine you're just in hell with, um, with a prolific adulterer, if there's anything like that. Because you're just a coward. So now you're thinking, why did I not do adultery for God's sake? The Bible says it. It said, and the fearful. It said, they shall have their place in the eternal fire. The Bible says it. So this is not even me. It's aggressive patience. Don't, don't, don't try to win tomorrow morning. You are the winning spirit. The winner is you. Not the, not the things that happen. You win because you were able to cage this situation and get the best out of it. We're closing the service tonight. Just leave prayer for me. I'm closing in a minute. Believe I've delivered what God wants me to deliver to you. Destiny beckons. This is the shift moment. So nation has always come out strong. Now nation family come out strong in seasons. Determine. Go back and reach your target. Focus on your targets. Don't care about it. Every other thing is a mirage. Say, so oh, something is coming tomorrow. Something is not coming tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow will be here. When the thing has come and gone, we'll still be here. It's an aggressive patience. But this patience is not a motivational word for everybody outside of this Eden. It's because of the call. Every other thing outside of this call is a waste of time. I'm not speaking to people outside of this call. I'm not motivating the world. I don't want to be popular in the world. I want to take a nation and show nations how nations should be. Then they begin to copy. Ghana will copy. Cameroon will copy. South Africa will copy. Nations upon nations upon nations upon nations because we took a little place and began to speak Eden over that place. These words, the zeal of the Lord God will perform it in his own season. Praise God.